friends. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. This is Mutual Victory. This is Mutual Victory. Ooh, that was a scary intro. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky intro. So scary. <laughs> um, I'm frightened. Do you have a couple? Th- I have a couple things. I love when you have a couple things. It's my favorite part of the whole segment. <laughs> What's the segment? Is that what it's called? A couple things. I, had a f- I have a few things. A couple notes from Matt. Yeah. <laughs> this is like thoughts I have before the main course. I love it. Okay. A moose bouche of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, podcast. Not sure what that is. Reminds me, me of. But it was in a sitcom. Was it? I think. Sounds like something Schmidt would say. It may have been a Schmidt line. Mm -hmm. I think of Hannibal Lecter from, I think the movie is Red Dragon. Okay. You ever see that one? Yeah, but I don't remember any of it. How? Edward Norton's in it. I know. That's why I know I've seen it, but I can't remember. Let's do it. Let's watch it tonight. Well, it's like it's from Red Dragon. It's pre, it comes, it's before Silence of the Lambs. Right. Right. I remember that much. I think, I don't know. Maybe it's like Hannibal Lecter goes to the symphony and you can tell like, he can tell which guy is like missing the notes. And then he has a bunch of like the board of trustees over to have dinner. Mm. And they're like, where's that bassoonist? We don't know. He's missing. Interesting. And they, he, he has killed them and they're eating him. Um, and spoiler alert for anybody watching the vampire show, but that was definitely what vampire show interview with the vampire. Oh, Oh yeah. That was definitely a plot line. Was it? Yeah, yeah, they were at the opera. Right. And oh. the male opera singer was terrible. Oh, that's right. And Lestat was like, wow, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Oh. Like, I, I totally forgot about wow, that's fine. that show. Man, that's like a whole bullet point in my list. A whole bullet point. Well, it ties into the main chorus. <gasps> Not the amuse bouche. Okay. Um. Anyway. All right. So we should watch Red Dragon. Okay. But now. I'm totally now. Um, sports magic. Ooh, sports magic yeah, like throwback we, to the spring yeah like march april I think so. we apparently conjured up some pretty good sports magic for the yankees did. but not that good because they just got swept by the astros and the alcs so it is a houston astros philadelphia phillies world series okay so whatever we did was pretty good not good enough though so so we'll, we'll amp it up next year a little bit more. Sure. A little bit more sports yeah. magic sprinkles. Yep. Okay. Maybe we'll actually watch okay. slash listen to games. We should go to a game for crying out loud. Like there's no reason we shouldn't go to a game in like July and sit like in the 300 section. I have been asking you to take me to a game. I know. For a decade. And this shit happens and gets in the way. That's what life is. That's what our lives are. Like, I would say that we're not super awesome at planning things. True, and things come up. All right, so Sports Magic ran out. And also, didn't we also think about Nottingham Little League for like the All-Star season? Yeah. I don't think they won the district tournament. Aw. Yeah, so it's like district, sectional, states, regionals, then the World Series. I don't think... They might have won the district, but they did not get out of the section. So all that magic, all that leftover magic went to the Yankees to lose, to get swept by the Astros and the ALCS. Uh Mm-hmm. We finished Rings of Power. We did. <laughs> we're we're not going to talk about that right now, no. though, are we? Because that's well, going to be lengthy. I mean, just like the bullet points. The, I think your the best quote you had for it, <laughs> which was he said, <laughs> "There is no joy 
in the show. And I thought that was hilariously accurate and appropriate. I mean, I'm not saying that I wasn't enjoying the show. So I just want to be clear. There's no moment in the show where the tone is joyful, where the characters are experiencing joy, like pure joy. Even the Harfoots. I know. Who are like, just, you know, the descendants are the pre- precursor to the hobbits who we see experience the most joy. Yep. No joy. No joy. It was so. all grumpiness. You know what it lacked for me? And I thought about it this weekend because you were gone, mm-hmm. which means I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy this weekend. Oh my God. I was like, watch it. Like it was on while I was doing stuff. Well, so and like, today we're recording this and it's mm, Elrond day. It's October the 24th. Yes. You're right. Frodo's just woken up in Rivendell. Uh, yeah. What it was like severely lacking was any moment of the word I... I found was rousing mm. like that orig- the orig- tridge had so many moments that were rousing like exciting yeah and we saw the heroes who we liked do hero shit and like so many and it was when the- it was in the two towers when I like had this thought when Aragorn tosses Gimli and helps deep and he's like you have to toss me and it's like this lighthearted moment, and then it was also exciting. And there's none of that in the show. Right. Like, there were fight scenes. There was lots of tension that was trying to be created. But, like, there was nothing where the heroes... Like, in of all the fantasy worlds of shows that are out there, this is arguably the most good guy, bad guy, not a lot of moral gray area, where we should, like, know who the heroes are and... Have them do hero shit. There was like zero of that. There was so little of that. There was more of that in House of the Dragon than there is in the show. Well, that's the thing is it's like Lord of the Rings feels like a fantasy adventure. And the Rings of Power feels like a fantasy drama. <laughs> yep. Fantasy soap opera. It's it totally does have it that. Has that. Yeah. So. So anyhow. Yeah. That's what a. That's that's. That's where we've landed. Point. We watched it. We finished it. There was, mm, was not boring, but just like, I mean, I think, was there even the the one elf, Arendir, I think his name is, that was like captured with the wargs and all that shit. Was he even in the last episode? Like, did we lose a whole character group? Yeah. For, for the finale? Group in the finale that's, of the first season. That's weak sauce. Well, it's too many people. Yeah. Too, too many, many people. people. Too much. Uh, too many. Too much space to cover. Too much things going on at once. All right, that's all we're gonna. That's all I have to say about. <laughs> that's that. all we have to say about that. Um, but what are we really here to talk about? What are we really here to talk about? Samhain. 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 Which Matt keeps calling Samhain. Because I read the word once. I'm like, what's Samhain? <laughs> and you're like, you stupid. I did normie. not say that. You stupid. Do- not you dumb square i would never say that it's halloween basically it's halloween right it's yes. the it's the you go ahead you know more about this shit than i do well i don't know if that's accurate um Samhain is the celebration it's one of the main you know major holidays in a lot of earth-based spirituality and certainly anything that has its roots in celtic mm. druid tradition um so it's a it's a Celtic thing originally, 
And, uh, you know, it, it started off as being this awareness of like, it marks a time of we've fully shifted over into the dark time of the year. Mm. Like, right. So it's very seasonal. Yes. You know, we think of other holidays or moments of the year like this. We think of, I think of like solstice, the equinox, Mm -hmm. um, so they're very season-based and not like, oh, this is the time where we arbitrarily have a day of thanks, which is like right. not really based on a season. It was just like a holiday that was created, like mm-hmm. most are. Or like, this is a time where we wear costumes and do scary things. But like the origin is like very nature-based, seasonal based. Yeah. Well, yeah, certainly rooted in like daylight. So if the nights are getting longer... Uh, the veil between this world and the next world, the world of the dead, is getting thin. I was thinking you were going to say that because I thought that th- th- this is the time of year where that happens, only because of like it's Halloween. It must be when this when the veil is thin. I'm I am so pro veil being thin. You're pro veil being I'm thin. So like I look at human beings and I'm just like, can the veil get thinner? Mm. That's fine. I am all for supernatural spiritual chaos to just yeah. like. It's, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm almost rooting for the asteroid. <laughs> we watched Ghostbusters last week. I'm rooting for the Marshmallow Man. Wow. Really, I'm just like, okay. Ugh. We have entered the dark time of the it year. It is the dark time. <laughs> and it's not just the beginning of the dark season in the sense of like, okay, uh, there's less daylight, like very um, clearly observable things. And it's also not all like, the veil is thin, the dead return kind of stuff. <laughs> in the in-between there, it's like nature actually is demonstrating to us mm. that it's time to die. Uh, like, uh. it's time to die. And we're so bad <laughs> at, like, talking about death mm. in Western culture now. And, um, and it's about, like, doesn't necessarily need to mean that your life is over obviously and it's the season of the year that it's like what can you let die what can you let go what Mm. can you purge what can you release Mm. because if you're not doing that then there won't be any room for growth in the spring metaphors metaphors so good we need a metaphor sound we have a foreshadowing (laughs) sound we do yeah wow that's cool yeah but no metaphor i'll find one um okay so you talk about purging now when you just talked about that before like rituals came to mind Mm -hmm. like it sounds like you know the action of doing things which then leads me to say oh this hippy dippy witchy shit must have a ritual to it Mm. is there of course i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of rituals and like you know we can make a ritual out of anything whether it's rooted in thousands of years of practice mm. or it's something that makes sense incorporated in like the life, you know, like I typically say how um, people always want to do spring cleaning, mm. you know, like it's the big spring clean haul out, like after the winter when, if we were really paying attention to the wheel of the year and paying attention to seasons, this is the time of year that you want to haul everything oh, out. Okay. Because, First of all, you have to make space for anything that you need to store for the winter Mm. and to have that energy of like when it's time for spring, there is, you know, things are clean, things are fertile, things are ready to receive 
growth and expansion, and we can't grow and expand if there isn't any space for oh, that. Okay, so we're replacing spring cleaning mm-hmm. with the fall purge. It's pretty good. It sounds yeah. kind of that sounds really dark. It sounds dark. Is this, kind of purge. is this why you wanted me to get a dumpster? Yeah, like specifically because it's like it's fall. It's, it's almost sowing. Yeah, and we need to. We need to purge. Get rid of shit. Oh, okay. Get rid of shit. It's a great time to like purge the energy from your house and mm. like do cleanses and clearings. You know, um, you can burn bay leaves. You can. Is sweep. that the stuff you had that smelled like weed? Yeah. <laughs> I, just burn anything that's dried and it smells like weed for a second. <laughs> uh, it smelled like. I mean, yeah, I guess. Is yeah. that with that the little bowl behind me? This full, yeah. Are they bay leaves? You said. Yep. And those Do bay they, leaves are they cook used for cooking? Yep. Those? Sure. They're weird because they look like straight up leaves. They are leaves. <laughs> yeah, no, I meant like leaves you find in the yard that are just like in your soup. Leaves. And it's like, oh, why is there a leaf in my soup? This isn't like it's rosemary where mm-hmm. it's like, yes, I can see you sprinkle this in your food. This is like, let me take two oak maple leaves. Right. And just put them in there. I'm like, oh, I found it. We'll talk about the properties of bay leaves a different episode. Oh. And why we put them in soup. And if we ground, like if I did put it in the food processor and was like, sprinkle, sprinkle, mm. you wouldn't think anything of it. But because right. I put a giant leaf. Yes. And then it ends up somehow in your bowl and you're like, what is this? Like, what is this? What does this mean? <laughs> yeah. Did and I you win something or lose something? Right. So cleansing space, cleansing energy, clearing things out, all of that stuff. Um, mm. And the Celts believed that this was the time that spirits returned because the veil was thin. So... This was celebrated in one hand of your ancestors returning to party with you, basically. Um, And then also there was this element of, you know, certain ritual practices, costumes or uh, gourds filled with light, like Mm. things that were going to ward away uh, ill-intended spirits that might return as well. Don't want to be around? Maybe. Or just like, like you know, shady characters because you've left your door open or you put flyers out everywhere that said you were having a party for the dead. And like the fun dead showed up and then the not so fun dead showed up too. <laughs> the fun dead. The fun dead. Or if you lived in like the 20s in St. Louis, would you go up to people's houses and throw like flour on them and kill them? My God. Maybe we need to just watch that part of yeah. maybe in St. Louis. This is weird. It was a very weird. Every time I think about it, I think about how weird it was. Anyone who's like, "What are we talking about?" If you didn't want, if you didn't listen to our uh, musicals mm. <laughs> stint back in the winter, winter yeah. of last year, um, of this year, the there's this very strange scene um, around what some of those earlier Halloween yeah, looked like, like early in the states, twentieth century. Well, especially because the whole movie is like, so, I don't even remember the details, but like the whole, like the, the, the world's fair, or the fair is coming to St. Louis. Right. And are they going to move? I don't even remember. And then the See, daughters I'm- are digging up their baby <laughs> dolls that they've buried because they died. It was a very strange movie. You know what it's like? Nobody it's, talks about those parts. <laughs> it's like the scene in Fiddler. Where they is that musical number about the dream, mm. and then whoever has the dream is like, oh, they're talking to all the dead relatives, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's this weird, like, ghost number mm-hmm. in a 
play that is devoid of spirits up until that time, and it just seems out of place. Yeah, oh, equally so good. I, I that's I skip that song every time because it's not even like it's not real. He's making it up and he's telling her right. that. Like, I I hate the song. Oh, okay. It's like the whole part of the music in that. Yeah. Ugh, don't like it, and that just takes me out of it. It just is like a huge tempo changer for me, and I don't like it. Um, so like you talk about rituals. And you're like, oh, you can just make a ritual about mm-hmm. something. And being raised Catholic, I'm like, you you can't. Rituals are like formal and they have rules. Mm-hmm. And you can't just make one up. Unless you're what, the Pope? The Pope <laughs> has the final say on all making up rituals? Um, I don't even think it's the Pope Pope. Like, it. I mean, the last like Vatican Council, Vatican II uh-huh. from like, was it the 60s? Where like they go over... They went over like lots of shit about like what the rules are, what do we, what do our ceremonies look like, and they like make changes. Right. Like there's a whole group of people that do not acknowledge now. Vatican II. Like, yeah. Say okay, okay, we don't acknowledge the changes that were made. I don't. It <laughs> seems just so exhausting. So amazing. Right. It's but I mean, amazing. I think I don't. I mean, maybe the Pope is like, I declare this happens. Well, I, don't I was, think that's it. I was both being serious and facetious at the same time because. It was the Pope who declared November 1st mm. oh, to be yeah. All Saints Day yep. in like the 700s or something. And right. like before that, it was a Celtic fire festival, mm. another one. Right. And there were these specific rituals and dressing up and, you know, uh, decorating and, you know, all those pieces. And then um, the Pope came in and was like, okay, well... <laughs> This is, we're going to honor the dead. We're going to honor all the saints right after this. We're going to first honor the saints. It's more fresh in everyone's mind. And then we'll honor the souls, right? Yeah, all souls day. All souls day. So apparently, if you're the Pope in the Mm. 700s, you can just make, you can take actually a ritual and you can turn it into something else. Jesus, can I just leave well enough alone? It's just a fine thing. Just let it be. It's like, well, no, we're going to have a thing the next day. It's going to be better. Yeah. Ha! Gotcha. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and I think I read um, at one point something about, like, all something all saints or all souls in Middle English sounds like All Hallows Eve, all oh, mushed yeah. together or something yeah. like that. I remember reading that at one point when... Probably when I was still teaching high school and we right. were talking about like some of the Halloween traditions right. that happen around Halloween and where they came from. Yeah. That sounds sounds hundred percent accurate. All Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Yeah, all Hallows Eve. But like squished. Yeah. It just became yeah. something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so we I mean I guess a ritual we're gonna do is clean. Can we think of something cool to do with it or call it that? Because just cleaning sounds like a shitty ritual for Halloween. I, why can't you say purging? I just love that. Sure. It's purge. It's a great purge. Jesus. October purge. Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds all right. Yeah. 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 Well, and, um, you know, and in even in the U.S., when things were starting to still shift over into, like, Irish immigrants kind of practicing old folklore type of magic things and still being 
in the Protestant and or Catholic um, faith, there are a lot of traditions that trickled in. Like there's a um, like pumpkins, like the pumpkin mm. scenario. And I don't remember the full story, but it was something about um, Jack, a man named Jack, mm. who couldn't pay for his drink mm. at the pub and like made a deal with the devil. <laughs> and, um, and this went on like a couple of years and then eventually the devil came to like collect the debt. Did he make some sort of like Faustian bargain? Where it's like, I just want a pint. The devil's like, I got you. However, your soul. I just want a pint. And I own your soul for all of time <laughs> for a pint of beer. Um. So then like, it was something like the Jack tricked the devil when he came back the following year and trapped the devil in a tree or something mm. like that. Sounds legit. And so when he died of old age, like natural causes, uh, he wasn't allowed into heaven because he was obviously a scoundrel. I mean, why? He tricked the devil. Tricked that the devil. Like, Apparently you why? can't trick anyone, even the devil. Why is that not like a free ticket entry? Maybe it was his drinking that made it so he couldn't get into heaven. I'm not quite sure. Weird. He couldn't get into heaven. Sounds Christian. And then he obviously couldn't go to hell because he'd pissed off the devil as well. And so he was cursed to walk around with like a hollowed out turnip or gourd or something. It wasn't originally a pumpkin mm. and um, that was lit from in, from within. And so he would just wander and people would say how they saw, you know, Jack uh, wandering around with his lantern. I go, oh, I mm. saw Jack with his lantern, and then it became Jack O Lantern. And so is this this is an Irish story. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Oh. Yeah, I mean, pub Jack. <laughs> it has all the highlights of Irish and I, culture. I want to say it was like Scoundrel Jack or Sneaky Jack, Stingy. It might have been Stingy Jack, Saucy Jack, S- Stingy. I'm pretty sure. It was an S. It was definitely an S, and it might be Stingy nice. Jack. Well, well, way to debase a whole culture. But like, It's total Irish story. <laughs> One, it takes place in a pub about a pint. <laughs> Two, he's being sneaky as fuck. being sneaky. Well, I didn't say he punched the devil, which would be the other stereotype that flies around about <laughs> You got to do a drinking people. contest with the devil. That's why I like... Is the Knocked su- him out. It's basically the southern version of like the devil went down to Georgia, where it's like, let's get in a fiddle contest. The Irish version is just like, let's have a pint and then fist fight. Wow. I know. Man. And you want to go to Ireland? I do. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, so there's other things that happened that were pretty cool on Halloween. Like, because the veil is thin and because, like, essentially you have access to the spirit world and access to your ancestors, it was not uncommon for people to um to do like scrying in that time what's scrying like uh you know if you're if you do if you read tea leaves that's considered a scry like you're scrying Uh, okay um you're looking for like signs and symbols Mm. but they would do it with like apples inside of apples mirrors i think um and like some people even say that those did you ever, did you ever play like cat's cradle mm, yes with yarn yep like that that all of that twisting of yarn actually started with like Celtic scrying tradition mm. and then it became like you were looking for pictures in the yarn 
Um, so it was a time to like scry, of course, specifically about who your future husband was going to be. Mm, yeah. Cause it's the most important thing to know in life. Yeah. Well, if you're a lady or maybe you're a dude, and you want a husband either way. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. And there was so much pranking that went on, you know, like sometimes the night, even the night before Halloween. Yeah. What did you call it? Now you grew up in Ithaca, right? Devil's night. You called it Devil's Night? Or Cabbage Night. I've heard of Cabbage Night. Yeah. We always, I grew up in Central Jersey. It was mm-hmm. called Mischief Night. Mischief Night. Yeah. That's nice. And then moving to New York, Vermont area, learning they called it Cabbage Night. I'm like, what the hell is Cabbage Night? Devil's right. Night is what you called it? Wow, you're so badass. Devil's Night. So badass. Devil's Night. There's um, other places in the U.S. It's called Goosey Night. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, the cabbage aspect is Scottish. Okay. Cabbage Night is a Scottish thing, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yep, Cabbage Night. Is there any other Northwestern European people that you'd like to shit on in this episode? How am I shitting on them? I think it's like a celebration of how these things have managed to get passed down and like there's there's the subversiveness of it too right it's like um catholicism or christianity as a whole like swept in mm. and was like okay no it's this now right it's this yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're not doing uh Samhain. we're doing this other thing all right. saints day we're not doing solstice we're doing jesus birthday like we're going to do these other things instead. And um the traditions like even for groups of people who pretty notoriously converted like mm. to certainly Catholicism and other types of Christianity, like they kept hold of these older uh mm. ancestral practices and rituals and um and maybe made them less like serious in a way and shifted them over into like a fun of shen- a night of shenanigans. Yeah. Or also like maybe if you want to still practice that kind of belief or ritual, you're more like, I mean, you do it in secret maybe and not right. out in the open. So it takes a different tone or shape or look right. if you're trying to do it out of the public eye kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, I, I don't, I can't wait to see what you have to say about the Welsh. Because Irish and Scottish. Stop. You're saving the English for last? Well, isn't there... I mean, there's some Celtic ancestry in Wales and in Northern France. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, it's regional. Thanks, honey. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) It's regional. Uh, So, what is our... What's our Samhain going to look like? No, it is on the 31st, right? It's not like... The day before, day right. after kind of thing. It's like, it is always on the 31st. Yep, right? the 31st. And there's actually like cool stuff. We talk about, um, well, people tend to know about the lining up of sunrise at Stonehenge on the solstice, mm. right? It's yeah. like, um, there's also something similar that happens on uh, the Hill of Tara. Where's that? In Ireland. Oh, okay. Continue. Uh, you probably know more about the geography of Celtic Ireland and 
I think it would still be called that though. I don't think they changed the name. I have either. a magic box in my pocket that'll okay. tell me the answer. So, so um, on October 31st ish, uh, that the rising sun comes up oh. like on the hill of Tara. And um, sometimes there's uh, there, it's called something, it's called something else, like a mound of something. Uh, and that mound and the history around that mound and the aligning or the rising of the sun on this particular day, like that predates even the Celts. So there's something, there is something very ancient that happens on October 31st. And, um, and I, you know, I'm not as well versed in it as I would love to be. Yeah. It's in uh, County Meath in Ireland and tradition dates this monument back to like Neolithic or Iron Age. Yeah. Like very, very old. Very, very old. Yeah. And there's like a, like it's hollow. Really? Like you can, I don't think you, I don't know if you can go in it, but there's a, um, there's an entrance into the mound. Oh. And, um, you know, and so in, when we look at like the pagan calendar or the wheel of the year, there's all of these like, uh, markings of time so there's the equinox which we talk about there's the uh there's the solstices so we have december we have june we have march and we have september and then there are also these like kind of lesser or they call them you know the cross quarter days of yeah the year as well so halfway in between uh different other holidays uh, there's it, there's things that that go on. Is this like I was reading? No, this is slightly different because it's more, I guess, in the North Norse mythology. Um, I was reading North Mytho- Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman, which is like a retelling of yeah classic Norse tales, like you know Loki, Thor, Odin, stuff like that. And they reference or in, in the stories talk about like midsummer, midwinter mm-hmm. festivals and like that time of year. Like when would mid like almost talk like two seasons, summer and winter. Right. So like when would summer be like, would midsummer be like the solstice? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's what I thought. Yep. So then midwinter would be the other solstice, right? So right. like summer would be spring and summer, winter is fall and winter. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Well, it doesn't exactly line up that. Like that's, oh, so confusing. that's what I was saying with like, if we're looking at the equinoxes, so from March 21st to September 21st-ish is summer. So for us in like our modern ideas of seasons and how we cut up the calendar, like March, the March 21st is not quite like winter, winter. And it's also not spring, at least not for us. It's not. <laughs> so, um, you have no to think how about much like we want it to be climate patterns as well, and and essentially by March twenty first, like you're in planting season, you have started to figure out some shit if you want to eat mm. next February. Right, <laughs> so, yeah. um, you have already entered like if we're only working with two seasons, mm. that's the summer half mm-hmm. of the year or the light half of the year, right? And then it's the dark half of the year. So, you said the wheel of the. Year, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start calling my calendar that. 
Say, the wheel of the year. Let me go check my wheel of the year. Oh my God. Do you know how happy that will make my mother? <laughs> <laughs> I have to try. Although like. <laughs> you have to say it around her. If I. Let me had, check my wheel of the year. If I had more conversations you. at work with people <laughs> where I needed to check my calendar, I would, I would throw that around so much. More. Uh-huh. Like I would totally say, let me just, yeah, hold on. Let me check my wheel of the year and just, it just become right. standard vocabulary. Right. So if we're um if we're looking at like the two solstices December 21st, June 21st and then the midpoint in between mm. them it is the equinoxes. And if we look at the midpoint between the equinox and the next solstice, there's a there's a cross quarter day. And oh. that's what that's another thing that Samhain is. Oh, okay. Is a cross quarter day. I knew day. it was something else that wasn't just right. Thin- so it's considered like one of the eight sabbaths basically like it's it's one of the main eight Mm. that you that you move around the year through and anything that happens like even in bulk which is lines up with groundhog day oh i thought that was may what's may's one does may have one yes like may 1st yeah belting ah that's what it is belting um like that February 2nd date is mm. actually the like first mm. okay. kind of sparks of spring. And this is why right. we now in our modern culture get to have that whole, I think we talked about this a little bit in Groundhog Day. Right. Like we get to have that. Is there going to be winter? Is right. there going to be, you know, spring how coming long? early? Right. You like, you know, start to have an awareness or guessing about how long the winter is. Like the spring is like in the, Let's say horizon. What did we say? Not horizon. What's the term we use for seeing things? How far in advance? Event horizon. Event horizon. Event horizon. Right. Yeah. Spring is on my event horizon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what? funny because it's like, oh, witchcraft. Like, let's bury this. We don't want anybody to do any witchcraft anymore. But you know what? Let's definitely get some weather predictions from a groundhog. From a rodent. We don't need to be having magic going on other than the talking to animals that's 100% sanctioned across all faiths in the country on February 2nd. But it's not magic or like anything having to do with that. Right. It's totally different than witchcraft when you talk to animals for weather. Totally different. Totally. So here we are, like we're in between the equinox a.k.a. Maybon, and the solstice, a.k.a. Yule. Oh, yeah, Yule. Oh, darn it. You know what? You know what I forgot again this year? To do the Yule log. Yeah. Yep. Man, uh, I got to take out that chainsaw. Yep. Yeah, that's a bummer. It, it's a bummer that you what, forgot this year. Right. What I've been doing is on... Summer solstice. Summer solstice. Mm-hmm. Somehow acquire a log... <laughs> Find a fallen down tree. Find a tree and cut up. Cut off a chunk of the trunk. Chunk of the trunk. Chunk that, of the trunk. And that becomes next sol- winter solstice's Yule log that we mm-hmm. have a fire and burn. And then, well, the other one takes care of itself, really, because on the summer solstice, we burn our Christmas trees. Right. Which is always fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like fire festivals. So, you know, how are Except we Except that one though, that was notorious. Uh, the tree? No, the fire festival, like the F Y R E. Oh, there's a whole documentary about it. 
different kind of fire festival. Yeah. This, the one we do is actually real and happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We didn't defraud investors. And, you know, the thing is, is like every single one of these festivals, ultimately, if we really want to, like, it's funny that you mentioned Thanksgiving because um, it's kind of arbitrary. It's like, we're going to slap this on right. the third Thursday right. of it's November. It's creation was kind of arbitrary. Like, it, as far as picking the date, it was... Who uh, picked it? It was a president. I mean, I want to... Wasn't it Abraham Lincoln? Well, it was originally a different date, and then I think Lincoln pushed it back or something right. like that. I mean, it wasn't like the no. stars are here, the sun is here, we will celebrate on this day. I think, like, Roosevelt pushed it back because there was a something around, like, it kicking off... Oh, yeah. The holiday season. That's right. Maybe, yeah. We'll get into this in November. <laughs> <laughs> the commercialization of Thanksgiving. Oh, um, 101. God. No, but so all of these festivals ultimately at their roots come down to gratitude. Mm. They come down to thankfulness. So it's these moments marked mm. throughout the year in time where you intentionally show and display gratitude for... The weather, the pause at Yule, the rest, mm. the um, the harvest slash bounty, the harvest, you know, what, what is currently growing, mm. um, you know, the rain that is helping things grow. Right. Like it's just always about gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Because in ancient Celtic spirituality, like a lack of gratitude was like the gateway drug to being an asshole. <laughs> it's probably a more eloquent way to say that. I don't know. That was pretty good. It's like, this is like, you know, this is the sin. Mm. A lack of gratefulness right. for everything you have been gifted right. by the earth. Yeah. Ooh, like it was going to lead to pride and arrogance and resentment yeah. and selfishness and self-pity and like everything that's yucky about human behavior mm. came down to this like disease of ingratitude. And so we got to mark all of these seasons and also cross quarter days with this pause and reflect mm. on gratitude. And so while you're clearing things out and you're making space for the winter and for kind of like holding up and taking care of your family and and staying warm and fed in these leaner months, you're just very, very grateful mm. that for everything that you've been gifted mm. throughout the year. Wow. There you go. So we could also. I love Thanksgiving. Give, <laughs> we could have uh Samhain Thanksgiving, which would be more accurate. Right. As far as like food, sure. Oh, but it's so close to actual Thanksgiving. It's like well, so. It's one of the. And I also feel like this holiday, it's similar to New Year's Eve, where like, you know, it falls at the very end of the month, and you wake up and you're in a new month. Mm-hmm. So for me, that always like signified a bigger change, as opposed to like, oh, this holiday is in the smack dab middle. It's still this month. You know, this is just how I've always perceived it for some unknown reason. But, you know, you wake up, it's like, oh, it's November now. It's slightly different. Like, you know, that's the month where, you know, Thanksgiving's on the horizon. It is getting colder. It's like we're closer. It felt a little closer. It's like the winter. Um, 
Yeah, so it's too close. Can't do that. I always want to do a Thanksgiving six months out. What do you mean it's too close? Like, I don't want to have a turkey stuffing and mashed potatoes because it's going to happen in like three weeks. What if it doesn't happen in three weeks? What if we move it? I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) I'm on board for a lot of your shit. And that is not one of them. (laughs) So you can just throw that thought out the window. Sometimes I just like to throw. But what what about the historical inaccuracy of when we have Thanksgiving? My belly doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Your belly wants it on the third Thursday. I mean, yes. Okay. You know, if things happen and it's not that exact day, that's also fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But we need to ballpark it. Like, if God help whatever person is ever going to say to in my presence something stupid like, well, what's, what about Thanksgiving? What if we do it different? I'm up for different holidays for just about all of them. Except for Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. You want to do Christmas different this year? You uh-huh. were like, I want Christmas to be completely different in how in what we do. This is so strange because you're Buddy the Elf about Christmas. So right, I'm which very means confused. all I, I mean, I want lights on the house, a tree in the house, <laughs> and that's kind of it. Everything it. else is negotiable. Okay, those are some non-negotiable things. Okay, Thanksgiving dinner is my line in the sand. Okay. Now here's the thing: I make this bold declaration. You do make bold. You know who the first person will be in my life to be like, "What? Maybe we do something different. Maybe we don't have the same food." You know I, who? I think I have a guess. Who's it going to be? Luna. It is. That's my first thought. I'm like, <laughs> Luna will be like, "Pop, pop." We're not celebrating Thanksgiving. It's a colonizing holiday and a false history. And instead, we're going to do this, and you'll be like, "Like, you know what, Luna? That's exactly what we're going to do." That sounds like a great holiday. I'll be with you, 100%. However, the next day, I'm going to have a turkey. You're going to have a turkey. I'm not, it's one of those, like, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Be like, this sounds great. I'm going to do it with you. However, this is something Pop-Up doesn't bend on. Um. Okay. Well, we're going to table this that, conversation until we get closer. I'm not going to, like, berate her. Because this is a Samhain. You're right. This is a Samhain thing. This is a right. Samhain episode, not yeah. a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Which whatever and, you know, we like. really got to stick, apparently, to this appropriate holiday timeline or else it's just going to be chaos spiritual chaos spiritual i'm inviting spiritual chaos i'm telling you like you know what you should watch what i also want to watch which kind of may lead into our kind of you know next topic that's related is like aside from the spiritual witchy stuff Mm -hmm. that i'm so down for Mm -hmm. what are all the fun goofy stuff we do we do um a lot of fun goofy stuff right so watching Red Dragon and also like I want to watch The Wolfman mm-hmm. with Benicio Del Toro, Anthony Hopkins, okay. and Hugo Weaving. For the main reason is I Love bought it. the like extended or like the unrated version. And I remember seeing that movie and it was like kind of underwhelming. But the unrated version has like all the werewolf slaughter that I could hope for in a movie. Like I just – the reason I watch a werewolf movie is I want to watch people get killed by a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And then maybe people bend together and fight that werewolf. I love it. Yeah. That movie's got it. Well, you do love a good triumph over evil. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I just watched John Carpenter's Vampires. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. And this is like a, an all of October yes, situation we, in our house. We have been slacking on the... Halloween viewing. We did a good job last year. Like we started on the first, mm-hmm. and we did really good going through about watching stuff. This year, this year, I don't know what it is. We're a little behind. 
Maybe we're just going to pack it all into the next week. I think we are. And there's been like events on the weekend. So it hasn't been like we can, you know, spend yeah. a rainy, gross Saturday. Right. Just kind of like. The, it has been unseasonably sunny and warm. It has. So like, that's awesome. Yep. But it doesn't lead to like Sunday afternoon. No. Monster movie watching. It's um true. But first, I would like to say that I tried my hand at a pumpkin patch. You did? Which I'm very, I was very excited about. Mm-hmm. I bought a sign. Mm-hmm. On Etsy, because I'm a white guy. Mm-hmm. It says Pop-Ups Pumpkin Patch. Yep. Very excited about it. There is one pumpkin. <laughs> it's like the size of... like I a, think it was just the position of where the garden is. a miniature basketball. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's, it's still green. I planted this stuff in July. Yep. And yeah, I think... It, it, has was, a litter, it was a little on the late side of July. And yeah, end of July. I think that... If it was on the other side of the garden. Like the front? Yeah. Or even or even the side. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it doesn't, I mean, the past few weeks, it doesn't get a lot of sun. Right. At all. There is one other one that's sprouting. It's about the size of like two golf balls. Okay. And there are a handful of others that are like marble size. So Thanksgiving pumpkin. It may be Christmas pumpkins. <laughs> Christmas pumpkins. We'll put Santa hats on This is going to be pumpkins. a Tim Burton nightmare mm. before Christmas scenario. I love it. Yeah. That's what it's going to have to be. Yeah. What's the... Jack, right? What? Who's the main character in that movie? Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. Yeah. So we're going to have a Jack Skellington pumpkin. We Yeah. Uh, so there's that. With I'm also reflecting on... It was maybe two summers ago. We went to an estate sale. And it was like July. Maybe August. And I don't know... I kick, there's very few things. I'm like, if I can go back in time, I would do this differently. This is in the top five. They were selling an eight foot werewolf statue. (laughs) And I'm like, it's 80 bucks. I'm like, that's not a lot. And I like, well, and what I thought was really could have been like, I'll give you 50. I did what I thought was the responsible thing because I think I was. Oh, I for some reason was there without you. Or I'm like, oh, check this out. Wouldn't this be great? Mm, do we need to buy this? It's silly. I swear to God, not an October goes by where I don't kick myself. Never question a werewolf. If purchase. you see a six foot or higher statue of something you love that's awesome, just buy it. Just buy it. Just buy it. Oh, it was so dumb. Keep it forever. So mad at myself. Be so happy about it. Yeah. So, a less than stellar pumpkin patch, the absence of a werewolf statue. What else do we do? So, like, we, we you know, we have a fire. Yeah, we have a fire. We We're going to have a fire next month. It's Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Monday? Yep. Are we going to do it Monday? Um, I mean, we'll probably do it on cabbage night because <laughs> it will be a weekend and then we'll see how sound goes. But yeah. I have a pop quiz trivia question for you. Ooh, hit me with it. Where does the word bonfire come from? I don't know. Really? Yeah. Wait, you know what? You're going to tell me and I'm going to, it's going to like, I remember hearing this, I think at some point in my life, can't tell you what it is, Okay. but I feel confident that once you tell me, I will say, I remember hearing this at some point. Go ahead. So bonfires during uh, ritual for ancient 
Celtic people included burning the bones of all of the animals that they had consumed throughout the year. Oh, my God. So that they were like honoring again and Mm. in gratitude for all of this food. And so it was originally a bone fire. Huh. And they would throw all the bones. That's a lot of bones. Throw all the bones in the fire. Like, if I'm like, I think we have bones. We definitely have bones. I take the dogs in the woods and I can't keep them away from the bones. Well, there was that whole deer skeleton. Oh, yes. So we should go grab the deer skeleton and have a bone fire. Bone fire. Oh, well, I've been waiting for the grass that's like, it's been six feet high, Mm -hmm. right? To where the skeleton was. I've been waiting for that to be, you know. Traversable. Traversable. Mm -hmm. Because I want that skull. Yeah. That skull with the antlers. It has antlers, didn't it? Yeah. It's going on top of a big stick I'm finding. It's going to be the top of my wizard staff. It's going to be the top of your druid yep. wizard staff. Yes. I love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, let's do it. Let's I do mean, it. Jesus Christ. I can't take the dogs outside without looking at... It's usually Henry. Yeah. Like, typical dog, just literally just sitting there with a bone across his mouth. Uh-huh. Like an actual bone. Yeah, like an actual bone. Not one we bought at PetSmart. No. <laughs> like, they'll find them. Like, I, it, it, there's probably one... He he goes out and just sits in the yard by the shed. Mm-hmm. Chances are he's chewing on a vertebra of something. Yes, that he's found. So absolutely, yeah. So like tomorrow if we go out. Guarantee I can come back with half a dozen bones. So we're gonna collect some bones. Yeah, we're have a bone fire. Bone fire, and uh, <laughs> and be in gratitude. Be in gratitude. We're gonna put the rad in gratitude. We're gonna put the rad in gratitude. We're gonna do some purging. <laughs> the great. <clears throat> I think you're just spicing up cleaning. Fall I purge. I think you're just trying to hook me into just doing some cleaning. Because I'm calling it the purge. You're calling it the Samhain purge. The Samhain purge. Yeah. Well, whatever gets that basement in order. We can play really awesome music. Well, duh. Um, so uh, this isn't like top five, but like, do you have any Halloween viewings you like, Halloween listenings, or Halloween readings? That come to mind that you either read, watch, listen to. Do you have anything? Watch may be easiest because I feel watch like- is easiest. Uh, I always forget the name of that poem that I love. And when I was teaching high school, I used to have them read it every year. Oh, what was it? I don't know. Uh, I'll think about it um, because I'm totally drawing a blank right now. And of course, I have to watch Hocus Pocus every year because. That's a throwback yeah. to my childhood. That and was, Really? When did that movie come out? We talk about this every year. I know, and I don't I think care. I had to have been like 11. What? 9, 10, no. 11. Maybe. 12. Yeah, you're younger than I am. I forget that. Yeah, it was middle school. And it was like kind of, you know, this cutesy little middle school love story. 1993. Yeah, it was 12. Yeah, I missed that. You did. Yeah. You were way cooler at that point than no, I was. No, I wasn't like... I just, it was not on my radar at all. Yeah. I wasn't like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to watch it. This is stupid. It was just not on my thing. And then I first saw it when you made me watch it with the kids like eight years ago. Because it was like a standard viewing for you guys. Like, Hocus Pocus, fun movie. I'm like, okay, I'm down. It could be fun. And I didn't find it as fun as Mm. you guys did. Like this movie is. You know why? Here's the bad thing. I found the kids 
kind of insufferable and I didn't give a shit about them. The kids in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that movie because fuck the children. I don't they care. They were just second. ridiculously obsessed with this. Damn it. Yes. The children in the movie. I didn't okay. think that needed to be said. Wow. Thank you for going there. I mean, I'm just checking in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, maybe I saw it too late, you know, as a grown up. So it's like certain performances by children. Uh huh. You can be like, ugh. Yeah. Children. Although I still watch Jurassic Park. I'm like, these kids are the best part of this movie. The best uh-huh. actors in this movie. Um, yeah. Didn't really care for Hocus Pocus. We'll still begrudgingly watch it. Although I will say, I was surprised by how much I actually enjoyed Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2 is arguably better. Yeah. And obviously, the OG is like the nostalgia one. Right. Um, but it was good. I was shocked. I love Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I mean, that's some straight up. It's like it's Tim Burton, straight yep. up. Yep. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. I tend to like like more campy stuff. Like I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. uh, around Halloween time. Not so much to like super scary, super gory right. type of things. Like I would watch like the Blair Witch Project every year when I was right. younger. Um and honestly, you know what? I one of the things I love that we do is watch like all the Halloween episodes mm. of shows we like, like Big Bang Theory. Right. You know, like a Modern Family. Modern good. Family has amazing Halloween episodes. Yeah, so do. just watching those and like right. really getting into all of that. Yeah, those are always fun. Um, yeah, I'm not super into gore. I don't mind gore with monsters, mm. like vampire gore, werewolf gore. I love, like, that's why I watch those movies. I want to see people get tore up by monsters. Yeah. When it's like human versus human gore, mm-hmm. not, I don't like that. That's mm-hmm. like, not, it's disturbing for me. I don't really like it. Like, yeah. I always see lists on like either Facebook, BuzzFeed, or like TikTok. It's like horror movies that you only want to watch once. And I'm like reading about what these movies are. I'm like, this is so fucking gross and disturbing. This is not a, yeah, I can't. Can't even do it. Uh-uh. But to watch someone turn into a werewolf and tear shit up, love it. To watch people be vampires and suck the life force yeah, and blood we, out of people. Where do we land on vampires? Because I think you and I may have a different view on vampire flicks. Oh, were we talking about this? I think we were because we started watching the new Amazon interview with the vampire right. show, mm-hmm. which is really good. Really good. Like, so good. I was shocked how much I enjoyed that show. Vampires are sexy. Ugh. Jesus Christ. (laughs) They are. But, like, that show is so amazing. The guy that plays Lestat. Oh, he's better. better He's better than Tom Cruise. He's so good. Times a thousand. Yeah. It's really good. If, like, you are interested in that at all Mm -hmm. and feel like putting in the time to watch, like, it's an hour episode. And there's like eight of them or something. I it's don't know. so it's so good. It's it's really good. Yeah, it is good. Although I like my vampires murdered. Mm. Yeah, like you want to see like steak in the heart. I don't want to watch vampires be cute and sexy. I want to watch them be hunted. Mm. I want to see James Woods <laughs> and his crew roll up uh-huh. on a nest of vampires in a shithole house in New Mexico. Right, and just like and just 
you right. know, yeah. rain, just steaks, havoc, and, steaks yeah. crosses, garlic, <laughs> all of it. It's so good. No, I like um, sexy half-naked vampires crawling into their coffins and <laughs> drinking wine and playing piano. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. So we have different priorities than watching vampire so, movies. You know, you know where I think we meet on this? Uh-huh, where? Is the 1993 Francis Ford Coppola, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. I think we meet there with Gary Oldman. Yep. Winona Ryder, Keanu Reeves. Carrie yep. Yules is in that movie. Yes. Yeah. I think that does a good job of being romancy, sexy vampire and gory, kill a monster vampire. Yeah. Um... I saw that movie in the theater, and it came out in 1993. I was 12 years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still love the when, whenever you tell this story, me, because I'm like, who brought you to this movie? Me and my friend Jeff and our friend Pete and his Pete's older sister, Nikki, got us tickets. <laughs> we're sitting in the theater and like, what am I watching? I have no idea what's going on. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's where our two movie. preferences yeah. of vampires come together yeah. in a perfect balance. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe we should either Red Dragon or that we should watch tonight, I think. Okay. Um, you know what I also love? The universal old classic monster movies, like the OG Dracula, mm-hmm. with Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. It's like, the movie is like 65 minutes it's so short and like they like the scary part they like it's like so funny to watch because now it's like the scariness and things is like jump scares and surprising you where like they really wanted to set the tone and atmosphere and be like slowly creepy which is such a different take people on only had 65 minutes to watch a movie back then right they had to like you know but i love and wash their laundry i had <laughs> um probably among other things it took a shitload of time <laughs> Um, I love Frankenstein with, uh, what the hell is his name? Name escapes me. How do you feel about the Adams Family? Love it. Oh, like the movies? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like the Adams Family. Okay, because there's been a few times I'm like, let's watch the Adams Family. And you're like, there's been a non-reaction or no, let's watch this instead. Um, so I think I like one of them better than the other. And I think I like the second one better. Adams Family Values. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's when like they go to summer camp. Yes. That's a really funny part. And of like movie. the baby. Yep. There's the whole baby thing. Yeah. I think Angelica Houston and Raul Julia uh-huh. as Morticia and Gomez is the best part of those movies. Those are really they funny. really Although are Christina the best. Ricci as Wednesday is pretty hilarious yeah. too. Yeah. She's amazing. But yeah. definitely like Morticia and Gomez are like couple goals, you know? I've seen that. <laughs> Which, speaking of Adam's family, mind blown on the TV show. Uh-huh. The OG TV show. Yep. Gomez Adams was played. The guy that plays Gomez Adams is Sean Astin's father. Yeah. That blows my mind. I know it does. All the time. So do you want me to talk about a poem? A Halloween poem that I love? Yes. Because I go remembered for it. it. It's The Raven. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Simpsons do a great version on their Treehouse of Horror. Highly doubt it, but okay. Do, seriously? <laughs> We're watching that? We're not even waiting to tonight. We're going to... Queuing up that right now. Boris Karloff is Frankenstein, by the way. Okay. I forgot. Okay. Um, yes, we're watching that. Mm. No, mm. we are. Mm. I mean, it can be on. 
doesn't mean I'm going to pay attention to it. Shit on my joy. I don't. I just, cartoons aren't it for me. You grow up. (laughs) I just can't with the cartoons. I don't care. I'm trying to think of the last cartoon that I was like, yes. Yeah, every time I try to get you to watch Star Wars Rebels, you're like, dude, you don't even understand. You don't understand. You have no idea. You can't. It hits so many Star Wars beats as far as like the characters, the time. It's like classic. It's before New Hope. So it's like rebellion starting empire is there. It's got some Jedi in hiding. The musical cues are on point. Dude. No. I can't even. Stop it. I, I don't know what it is. I have a cartoon I don't blockage. Care what it, uh, stop it. I think my grandmother made me watch too many cartoons. That's the bullshittest answer I've ever heard. Because it was like nonstop Jetsons and the Flintstones. She was just like, let's watch the Jetsons. You ever hear the fan theory where they take place at the same time? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. good. So I, I just, I, I like right. Bob's Burgers. That's the okay. extent of my cartoon right. watching Fair abilities. Enough. So you like the Raven? I love that poem. I do. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It and rolls right a, off the tongue. Rolls right off the tongue. It's got some kick-ass alliteration. Yeah. Um, love me some Poe. I love some Poe. It's appropriate poetry. Yeah. It is. Yes, you're right. I normally don't go for poetry. Right. Yeah. So we don't often. No, but I like it. Do you have a book that you really love to read around Halloween time every year? Um, sometimes. It's not every year, but maybe every other year, I will listen to Dracula. Yeah. I'll listen to that. Um, I enjoy that. But I have lately, lots of uh, fond memories in the fall this time of year because of, you know, it was the time we were first courting all those years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, 10. And, um, Fucking old. The, and you were reading Dracula. Like, you actually had, had the book. The book. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. He's either really cute or really pretentious, one or the other. Wow. That's fair. It was a fair fair assessment. Totally. And turned out you were cute, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, I also like Creature, like the OG Creature of the Black Lagoon, which is later than the Universal Horror movies. Like, I think it's from the 50s. It's good. Holds up. Uh, A movie that I rewatched that doesn't hold up quite as well as I wish it did, but still okay. Monster Squad. Okay. Where like basically a bunch of kids fight off the universal classic horror movies. Like there's Dracula, there's the Wolfman, there's Creature from the Black Lagoon, there's the Mummy, and then Frankenstein, which, spoiler alert, is a good guy and helps the kids out. Okay. It's not a bad movie. And the dude that plays Dracula is still terrifying. Okay, question. Okay. I had this memory when I was driving to Omega. Of a movie, a like monster movie or a Halloweeny type of movie, monsters, with Fred Savage. Little monsters. Is it called Little Monsters? Yeah, where like there's like monsters that haunt children. Are they like under their bed or something? Yeah, it's like that's like the gateway to the underworld with the monsters. I want to watch that. Yeah, I wonder what I think of it now. Yeah, same. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Like I don't even remember, but I had that thought of like, oh, I wonder what. You know, sometimes you watch stuff from your child and you're yeah. like, this is the stupidest thing. Why right. did I watch this? Um, and then there's other ones that you're like, okay, it's not like mind blowing, but I get it. Like right. Drop Dead Fred. Yep. 
Oh, that's what when I watched Monster Squad again. I'm like, uh, 10-year-old me loved this movie. Right. 40-year-old me is like, uh, I get why. It's not mm-hmm. bad. Right. But it's not something I could like take. It's not like Goonies where I can take it off the shelf mm-hmm. and be like, this is still awesome. <laughs> um, so quickly, we have Halloween viewing. For me, Halloween reading is just creepy horror stuff. And I can think of only two things in the past couple of years that I've read that are really good. A Head Full of Ghosts. Was it A Head Full of Ghosts? I think it's called A Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay, if you want an exorcism story. That was really good. Yeah, freaky. Anything by Nick Cutter. Okay. But the one I read a while ago was called The Deep, which is the premise of this movie, or the book, rather. Basically, there's some sort of plague apocalypse going on on Earth. And there's, there's researchers that think there's a cure in the ocean. So they have like ocean mm. labs in the depths of the ocean to study what they found that could be the cure. And the, the, it's like a very claustrophobic feeling mm-hmm. horror story about this group of people that goes to research this and all the bad stuff that happens to it. It is, it was so good. It was so creepy. Like it wasn't really Halloweeny set, but it was a very good horror story. Love it. Oh, so good. Love it. Yeah. Guy's amazing. And then aside from that, like, you know, there's a pumpkin spice abundance in this house yep. this time of year. I've been having pumpkin spice since August. Because you know what? Life is short and just fuck it. Just pumpkin spice it up. This is me. This must be my mother's mantra. Just, oh, fuck it. Who cares? I don't know if she would articulate it in that way, but... Oh, uh, she might. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. At this <laughs> point, she just might. Yeah, we were visiting Enough in spicy August. Guinness, maybe. <laughs> spicy Guinness. Um, I like pumpkin beer, too, every now and then. Pumpkin beer. I'm not going to... Pumpkin spice. I don't give a shit. Pumpkin spice. I had my first pumpkin spice latte, like, two days ago. But... But you put pumpkin spice creamer in your coffee every, every day. Every day since, like, the middle of August. Um, well, <laughs> I'm trying not to eat refined sugar mm. because it's just not good mm. fun um i'm too old basically is yep. what i've come down that it's come down to i'm too old checks out if you can eat sugar and feel your hips get achy <laughs> it's like a level of nana that i'm not ready for so i'm done with that fair and i think it was last week you bought a pumpkin roll Did. which i didn't have any nope and I was sad about it. You were like, eat this whole thing, fatso. Oh my God, I did not say that. Don't say that. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to make date balls that are pumpkin spice. Mm. So this is going to be my experiment to see if I can make some date balls that taste as good as a pumpkin roll. <laughs> I mean, my guess is no, but there's no harm in trying. I'm going to try. Yeah. We're going to give it a shot. All right. And you if you bring your date balls, I'll bring my date balls. Come on. <laughs> that was a little funny. Your date balls don't taste like puppies. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <gasps> Me. You started it. I was trying to pull it. I was trying to rein it all in. And you just had to sit there and look at me with that face. Just say it's so. Can't wait. I'm very excited. <laughs> Are you excited? I too am excited about your date balls. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good place to that's hit. A good place. Yeah, we better a good place call to it. Stop. We better yeah. call it before this gets out of control. Well, happy Samhain. 
happy, happy Salon. Sa- you say happy Salon? Salon blessings. Salon blessings. Happy Halloween for Mutual Victory. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Thanks, everyone.